0: and welcome to episode three of the Madness and Grace podcast. Today, Matt and I are joined by Dr. Gregory Jantz. Thank you so much for joining us today, Dr. Jantz. How are you?
1: Good to be with you today. It's going to be good. Yeah, I'm
2: excited as well. Yeah, Dr. Jantz is somebody that I've admired for some time and met him at the American Association of Christian Counselors. Meeting And we usually are there every year speaking. So uh, let me introduce our, uh, our distinguished guest today. Dr. Jantz is the founder of The Center, A Place of Hope in Edmonds, Washington. Voted a top 10 facility for depression treatment in the United States. Dr. Jantz pioneered whole person care in the 1980s and is a world-renowned expert on depression, anxiety, eating disorders, technology addiction, and abuse. He's an innovator in the treatment of mental health, utilizing a variety of therapies, including nutrition, sleep therapy, spiritual counseling, and advanced DBT techniques. Dr. Jantz is a best-selling author of 40 books and a go-to media authority on mental and behavioral health, <laughs> appearing on every station you can imagine. And that's the reason we have him here today is to have a conversation with us about uh, about depression. Uh, and so, uh, so I think we could just jump into that. We could talk for hours, but we just have a short period of time.
1: Thank you, Dr. Matt.
0: Yeah, well, I'll kick us off with some of our questions. So Dr. Jantz, what led you to become a mental health provider in the first place?
1: Okay, good grief. that's That's been over 40 years ago. Um, um, and weird to say that. I can't mm-hmm. imagine saying that. So when I was in school, um, counselor training, I started to think about a different way of delivering mental health services, a different way of doing this. Um, and uh, we founded the center, a place of hope, and this is our 39th year. But um, we looked at how to really integrate the whole person. So one of the first things we brought on staff was a pastoral counselor, and then we brought on a dietitian, and then we brought on. Uh, uh, I think we always had a psychiatrist aboard. Um, but we brought together a team that could really work with the whole person. Uh, today we do uh, psychiatric care we do uh natural health care we do dietitians we do uh fitness everybody coming to us gets a fitness assessment so we're integrating the whole person on a Christian foundation interesting about maybe 50 percent of our clients uh coming to us they don't really come because I want Christian help they just want to get help right. so um, but that's our foundation our Christian faith and our team members or uh, share the same values and beliefs. So, but it's a little unique process in that we actually build a team for each client. So everybody's a little different. We work them out about six hours a day over four weeks for six days a week. Um, so we've put a lot of effort in a short period of time really to minister to the whole person. So I just started thinking about a different way of, of doing mental health. <laughs> Yeah, right.
2: oh, that's a great that's a great answer. And and frankly, that's somewhere the same answer reason that I got into it, because yeah. I just didn't like what I was seeing out there and wanted to see it a different yeah. way. Now, you know, uh, you mentioned depression, and, and I mentioned that earlier, this one of your expertise, I, uh, you know, I think we kind of use these psychological terms very cheaply in in society, you hear people every day say, Oh, I'm so depressed. And when you and I talk about depression, I mean, we're talking about a serious clinical disorder where someone oftentimes is very, very impaired and not able to function and may need an inpatient uh, treatment, depending on how severe that is. Um, How can somebody tell the difference uh, that's out there that isn't a trained provider? How can they tell the difference between, say, having the blues or being in that kind of, of a funk versus clinical depression.
1: Yes, and depression is kind of a misunderstood term and it encompasses a lot of different things for people. I think of two words. Depression's big enough in my life that I feel despair, I feel despondency, I'm no really not able to function very well on a daily basis, my hygiene is not good, uh, my sleep Oh boy, do we see sleep disorders? I forgot to tell you, we do sleep, we have a sleep lab. We actually look at people's sleep because that's a big part of it as well. So when I look at depression, I I like the word, I think you said uh, disabling, it's, it affects our functioning and we're just seeing a, a lot more of that right now, uh, maybe more than ever before. Yeah, you know, actually just last week I saw a... Um...
2: New data from a 22, 2022 survey that came out, uh, 54% of Americans say that they are presently uh, presenting with the symptoms wow. of depression. I don't know that we've ever seen it where a majority of people yeah. are presenting and it was almost the same number for anxiety. It was over 50%. So I, I think we're in a real bad place right now. It's uh it's tough out there. It's really tough out there. Um, Dr. Matt, so, I think I think yeah. we're in a mental
1: health crisis
2: out there. Oh, absolutely. It you know, it's uh and I think uh, I keep hearing, you know, people talk about the pandemic and that certainly made things worse, but I think we're kind of forgetting uh, not you and I aren't forgetting, but I think a lot of people are forgetting it was a disaster beforehand. Uh, it's only gotten worse since the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like a magnifying glass is just, just everything has come home and now we're really all struggling. So mm-hmm. you've mentioned faith several times, you know, and as a, a person of faith and a mental health care provider, you know, how do you see depression from say a spiritual perspective? How would you talk to a client about the spiritual aspects of their depression?
1: Well, some really desire that and others are not sure and others say no. <laughs> so um, I look at it um, as really an opportunity to look at an area of your life that maybe you haven't looked at before i believe in the power of personally in the power of prayer and praying for wisdom about what is the missing pieces to the puzzle um you know sometimes a person may come they go you know i've tried five six different medications i've been in counseling for a long time but i ask well lord god show us um, and enlighten us show us what are the potential missing pieces to the puzzle what's still missing? If a person has, let's say, a significant thyroid issue, they're going to feel depressed and anxious. If a person has uh, hormonal issues that are way out, they're going to feel depressed and anxious. So, Lord, show us what's the missing piece. Is it unresolved trauma? So I really believe that's an opportunity to really speak uh, really God's love into their life And I believe uh, that really through the Lord, we get insight on on how to best help.
2: Mm.
1: Great. That's excellent. Excellent. Um, I really like the way that
2: uh, you guys and I and I and I'll be the I have to out myself and and say I've referred plenty of people to the center, uh, Mm. particularly those with depression. I think it's a great place and I can't recommend it enough. But you've mentioned several times uh, kind of different aspects that I think of kind of physical health that I think a lot of times people wouldn't uh, think about. So you mentioned uh, when you're talking about yeah. mental health issues, you talk about thyroid, talk about some of these other types of things. And and I really like that idea of kind of, you know, a person's come to you and they're, they're, they're manifesting a problem. Uh, some they're in distress uh, and then really not kind of, you know, pigeonholing yourself to say, well, it has to be within this one little domain. I I like the idea of the whole person approach that you take. You know, let's really figure out. And I also think, you know, to some extent, uh, you could put that into a very spiritual context because I mean that's how how God looks at us as a whole person, body, mind, spirit, relationships. And I think that's the uh, kind of the approach that we need to take when we're dealing with mental health problems, as opposed to just say, well, it's just this or just that. You know, kind of take the person where they are and figure that out. So I love Mm -hmm. the way you guys love the way you do that. So um You know, it can take a long time to get into mental health and get into treatment. Uh, The weight averages are horrible. I mean, people can wait weeks, even months uh, to get in if they can even find a provider. Uh, Can you give some tips to individuals or families uh, that might be struggling with depressive symptoms uh, and things that they might do? Uh, while they are waiting, while they've made, maybe they've made an appointment and it's going to be eight weeks before they get in. What are some things that they can do that might help them manage some of those depressive symptoms they're struggling with?
1: Great question, Dr. Matt. Okay. Here's the first thing that came to my mind um, and, and it's okay. I understand it's can be really painful to wait, but boy, what a great anchor point. I know that I'm getting in or I'm getting an assessment. It's up up and coming. What do I need be- to do before I get there? Well, let's um, let's help out this future provider and let's start to gather some information. Maybe what you could do is even keep up a, a food diary, a food log. Log everything that you're eating, everything that's going into your mouth. Show what a typical day is like. Uh, maybe it's a sleep log. Maybe what time I tried to go to bed, what time I think I fell asleep? How much did I sleep each night? Did I feel rested? But begin to uh, assimilate information. Um, if you have top five, six, 10 priorities that you want to be sure are talked about, is, is it a trauma? Is it, is there, maybe there's a secret addiction. Have you started to use alcohol to cope or turning to food? Uh, begin to journal and put those things down. Um, it can be really insightful before you get to your first employment. I had a guy that just recently, before he got here, he said, I realized I was drinking about Ten to twelve cups of coffee a day. Oh wow! wow. Yeah. You know, it's like okay, that might have an effect. But no, it's just like
0: people don't talk about it very often.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it gets it gets my aware it gets your awareness up. Go, I didn't realize I was doing that. Right. Yeah, I had a I had a client once who um, she had pretty
2: pretty significant, uh, bipolar disorder, but she was complaining, as you just mentioned a moment ago, as we get here at the Hope and Healing Center as well, complaining about her not being able to sleep, uh, Mm -hmm. and which is very common, probably frankly, maybe the most common complaint that we'll hear. And, um, you know, and so I started going through those types of things with her, uh, and she said, uh, well, I, uh, We also were talking about how she deals with stress and she said, well, you know, I really, when I get really stressed out during, I'll go down to this, you know, this convenience store and I get this like 42 ounce diet Coke because they'll refill her cup if she bought this special cup Mm -hmm. and she was drinking six of those a day. And I go, well, why do you think you're not sleeping? I mean, you're drinking six 42 ounce diet Cokes full of sugar and caffeine. And she goes, oh, well, I I couldn't make it through the day without that. And so, you know, we had to put in a regiment, just like you probably did with your coffee drinker of kind of cutting that down but i i love what you say there about you know becoming an informed consumer before you go to the physician yeah because he or she's going to ask you a lot of questions yeah. and the you know you're the historian you have to be able to give them the information the more information you can give them uh the more time frames you can give them of when things started and what's going on uh the much better they can help you to begin with and it does become much less of a kind of a guessing game uh as sometimes mental health care kind of looks like um So, you know, as we're talking about kind of treatment here, you know, at the center, you do take this whole person approach to treatment. So could you kind of think about kind of your average client that you would see with depression that's going to be there with you for four or five weeks? Sure. And tell us, you know, what is that whole person? What does it look like on an average day for that person? Mm -hmm. And I know that it would vary from person to person. But and how does that differ from what they might get more at a traditional facility?
1: Oh sure well um, it's going to be a, a heavy one-on-one experience we do groups and you you may be in a group but you're gonna have an individual schedule of about six hours a day that's really um, geared just for you. We've selected uh, team members or providers that are really geared towards uh, you, your needs, who you are, um, your age. We're taking all that into a factor. Who's going to be the best matches? So we always begin, we're going to do a medical eval. We're going to take blood. Uh, We're going to do an assessment medically. Uh, You're going to have a a psychological or psychiatric type assessment. Meet with uh, with the psychiatrist or nurse practitioner. And we're going to begin just to assess. We want to do all this at the front end so that we can really understand more and more initially what's going on. And you're going to have a primary counselor or kind of a lead counselor you're going to have a fair number of sessions with. Um, So uh, a, a day is a pretty full day oh, we're even going to do that at uh, some point, that fitness assessment, and uh, you're going to be given a, a plan. And part of the goal is we just we just want to get you moving. If it's walking around the block, we want to get you moving. We want you to probably to increase some water intake, just some simple things. We want to get you going. Um, and then We're also going to be interested in uh, what are the issues around faith? There have been uh, traumas, there have been things that have happened to you that you feel, you know, God doesn't love me, in some way feel shame or defectiveness. We want to address all those issues. That's usually done in the individual sessions. Um, You may be in a group uh, with others um, as well. uh, dbt groups. Uh, we've got uh, faith groups where you can safely explore issues of faith and uh, look at those. There's um, oh, there's even a cooking class, I forgot about that. throughout <laughs> three evenings a week, you know, we work really hard during the day, and so at the end of the day, let's see, yeah, three evenings a week, um, there are. Uh, different cooking classes and, and just to make if you will food fun again how do, well how do i how do i cook and keep it healthy and have fun with food again and that's kind of a if you will because everybody participates and it's kind of a lighter way of ending a day right. but it's all about self-care right you well, may have yeah. a sleep you may even have a sleep we do sleep studies we may look at uh what's going on in sleep as well yeah you know, what I hear you saying there is you know I think
2: most people listening are um they may be somewhat surprised by this very broad approach that you're you're taking there. And uh which is sad and unfortunate that they're surprised by that because uh I think that uh you know, at least what I see in clients. Uh, and and we take a we do all outpatient care here at the Hope and yeah. Healing Center, but we do a very similar kind of things. Talk about exercise, talk about, yeah. about nutrition, and and it's a much broader based approach than you see kind of just generally. Uh, and and I think that the take home message I think that you and I would want people with depression or family members that are caring for someone depression to hear is, you know, there is no magic bullet. Yeah, you're not going to go down to a physician, and he or she's going to throw some pills at you, and then everything's going to be wonderful. You need to really figure out what the the core aspects of these disorders yeah. are. Uh, you need to take a broad based approach to care, and that physical health is just as important as mental health because they all run together because we're this this broad based being. Uh, and uh, and and would you say I, I don't want to put words in your mouth? Would you say that uh, you know good mental health care? is uh, more of a broad-based approach than just focusing on a single therapeutic intervention. So you just take medicine, or you just go to a therapist, or you just exercise a lot. Wouldn't you rather see a client with that more broad-based approach to care?
1: Yes, absolutely. Uh, And here's what's great. As we're kind of more broad uh, we narrow it down. We kind of feel like maybe sometimes the first week we're, is a lot of evaluation, but we're narrowing it down. And you know what? That's that, back to that prayer for wisdom. Lord, show us what the missing pieces are. Um, you know, even something, you know, so often people come in and their vitamin D level is super low and go, okay, that's going to pull you down. You know, so we want to look at what are all the missing pieces to the puzzle? Um, and and it takes a little bit of patience. Um, We also know being with others and just in an environment we're on, we're near, I'm waving at the water. We're in near the waterfront um, where it's just a a great place. You don't need a car. You can walk to everything, but environment's important and an environment that really believes in, in hope. I believe that um, people don't come here by accident, and we have really, in a sense, an obligation to do all that we can with God's help uh, for that limited time that we have them. And I I mean, I, I think part of what keeps me going is I do see lives changed. I think I'm the kind of person going, oh, well, nothing really changed, <laughs> it wouldn't be very encouraging to me. So uh, that's part of what keeps me going. I probably do feel maybe more passionate now than than ever because uh, there is, there, sometimes it's hard, I know, but there is help available. There are answers and we just sometimes have to really make a decision to stay in the game.
2: Well, I think that's a fantastic way to end. For those that are listening, if you're struggling with depression or you have a, a loved one, uh, I can't echo enough what uh, Dr. Jantz just said, and that is that there is hope. Uh, because there are effective treatments. There are uh, incredible mental health care providers out there uh, that want to help you move forward. And uh, and there are people uh, like individuals and, and providers at the uh, the center and at the Hope and Healing Center and, and many other places around yes. the country that want to integrate uh, your faith into those treatments to help you uh, not only uh, become more healthy uh, from a mental health perspective, but to grow spiritually. So Dr. Jantz, thank you so much for oh, joining yeah. us today. I really appreciate it. Uh, we will put information uh uh, in the the links below uh, about uh, the center, uh, and I look forward to seeing you uh, in the near future at uh, upcoming hope and upcoming AACC meetings. We keep doing it, don't we? That's right. So <laughs> yeah. thanks for being with us.
1: Oh, good to be with you. And I know we both uh, believe in hope, and it's an integral part. And hope comes when we have a plan, and we want to help be a part of that plan. Thank you very much. Emily?
0: Well, thank you so much, Dr. Jantz. I really appreciate it. And for all of you out there who are listening, stay tuned for our next episode where Matt and I are going to be answering some listener questions. Um, So I'm really excited about that. And if you are listening right now and you have a question you would like Matt to answer on the podcast, whether it's personal or just related to something in the mental health sphere, you can send your questions to me at contact at hhci.org. And I'll leave all of our HHCI information in our show notes as well. Thank you so much, Dr. Jantz and Matt. Good to be with you today.